Two seconds, there are one second on the clock. And for Tim Branham, that's win number 179, breaking the Utah Grizzlies all-time record. Tim Branham now the winningest head coach in Utah Grizzlies history as the Grizzlies beat the Rapid City Rush 4-2 here at Maverick Center. And welcome to the new Utah Grizzlies podcast. I'm Tyson Wang as the Grizzlies are 2-0 on the season after sweeping the quick two-game weekend series against the Rapid City Rush. And really there were a lot of positives for the Grizzlies. During the weekend series against Rapid City, Joe Canada was outstanding in goal. He stopped 26 of 28 shots in each of the two games. He had the identical stat lines in both games. And Joe Canada currently after two games stopping 52 of 56 shots. He's got a 929 save percentage, which is pretty close to what it was in Colorado last season when he had a 931 save percentage, which was tied for the ECHL lead. Puck out to center ice, and we got a breakaway for the rush. Marsh shoots, save by Kanata. Big save by Joe, and the Grizzlies keep it a 1 0 game. Kanata made some big saves to keep the Grizzlies momentum going as the Grizzlies were able to score early and often against Rapid City and really getting off to good starts. It was the big line of Cole Yuli, Josh Winquist, and Caleb Herbert. That first line of forwards was, were outstanding against Rapid City. And how about the week that Caleb Herbert had? He had three goals and two assists, including two goals and one assist, all of them in the first period of play in his first period in a Utah Grizzlies uniform on his 27th birthday, no less. So Caleb Herbert, number one star on Friday, as he had a big game for the Grizzlies, three first-period points. Richard to Herbert, shot, score! What a blast by Caleb Herbert, his third goal of the season. And that was the goal he had on Saturday, as we hope that Caleb Herbert gets awarded ECHL Player of the Week. If he doesn't get it, somebody else would have had to have had an outstanding week in order to get ECHL Player of the Week. So we hope that one weekend in and one member of the Grizzlies winning ECHL Player of the Week is Caleb Herbert, an outstanding candidate for that, as he had three goals, two assists. He was only a plus one. He did score all three goals on the power play. If you think about ECHL Players of the Week last season, it happened in back-to-back -back weeks. It happened twice to the Grizzlies where Austin Ortega scored uh, ECHL Player of the Week from February 19th through the, tw through the 25th. And then Ryan Walters, ECHL Player of the Week, February 26th through March 4th. And so for the Grizzlies, I think Caleb Herbert, who really looked outstanding, 27 years old. He's a guy that's been around uh, been around the block and re-mentioned it on Saturday's broadcast how well he was for Greenville last season as he had 24 goals and 28 assists for Greenville in only 38 games. So he's a guy who knows how to score. And really the impressive thing about that top line, the Yuli, Winquist, and Herbert line, was the ability to just see the, you know, see the play. You know, they were – uh, all three of them seemed to be very unselfish. In fact, there were times on Friday, last two periods of play, when Herbert already had two goals, was looking for the hat trick, when you thought maybe he could have been a little bit more selfish and maybe forced a shot into on net and seeing if he can get the hat trick. And instead, Herbert was trying to get other players involved, trying to get Yuli a goal and trying to get Winquist involved in the offense as well. And so the unselfish nature of Caleb Herbert really was something that stood out in my mind last weekend against Rapid City. Joe Canada was pretty good, and I think about Saturday's game kind of being uh, a microcosm of what you want to see the Grizzlies play like this season. Twelve different skaters scored a point for the Grizzlies, and really you look up and down the lineup, you got contributions from just about everybody. In fact, you think about this weekend against Rapid City, six different players scored a goal. 
and that's certainly going to be a recipe for success for the Utah Grizzlies. Now this week, the Grizzlies head for the road. They go to Boise, Idaho for games Friday and Saturday against the Stillheads. They'll be taking off on Thursday, getting on the bus, and then play games uh, this weekend against the Idaho Stillheads. And it's going to be the first weekend series against Idaho in the regular year. These two teams met in the preseason. And you think about these two teams – Grizzlies and the Stillheads are going to get very familiar with each other 15 times during the regular season. The Grizzlies and Stillheads will do battle and should be an interesting weekend series. Idaho's reached a postseason 15 straight seasons. The Grizzlies 10 times in their last 11 years. And I think that a big key this weekend for the Grizzlies is going to have to be setting a physical tone, which was the case against Rapid City. You know, there were four fights in the game. I think for Rapid City, that's going to be the way they're going to have to play because they don't necessarily have the big-time scoring potential at the forward spots. I think that for Rapid City, they're going to have to play a physical game, and they did that against the Grizzlies. And I thought physically the Grizzlies held up pretty well against Rapid City. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see a couple physical games against the Idaho Steelheads. I do know that considering it was a preseason uh, weekend uh, against Rap uh, against Idaho a couple weeks ago, hey, there was a lot of physical play, and I don't think it's going to be any different. And you remember last season there were so many games that came down to the stretch, you know, were decided by one goals or two goals against Idaho, and I wouldn't expect this weekend to be any different as the Grizzlies try to find a way to uh, – Gain early ground on the Idaho Stillheads uh, early on in the regular season. I really you feel pretty good about what the uh, team looks like going into the second weekend of the regular season against the Rapid City Rush based on what I would call scoring depth and pretty good play from your defenseman, in particular Kevin Davis. He was outstanding for the Grizzlies as Davis had one goal and three assists on the weekend. In fact, he had one goal and two assists on Saturday and was named the number one star of the game. Kevin Davis, who is only 21 years old, 6 feet, 180 pounds, an outstanding player, spent the last six seasons with the Everett Silvertips of the WHL. And I probably have mentioned this stat too many times. Last two years in Everett had 105 assists, and so – he's somebody that as long as he's here, I mean, he's probably good enough. He's going to be in the AHL in the near future. I think Kevin Davis, uh, you know, brings a lot to the table. In fact, you think about when the Grizzlies get on the power play, it's four forwards and one defenseman. Well, the one defenseman there on the top power play line is Kevin Davis. And you think about it, you know, it's really effective for the Grizzlies in the power play. You talk about one aspect of the game that, the Grizzlies dominated, and it was a power play department, which went 5-for-13 against Rapid City, including three power play goals on Saturday night. So the Grizzlies, they were 2-for-3 in the power play on Friday and were 3-for-10 on the power play on Saturday. And really it's that defenseman quarterbacking your power play. And when you got guys like Kevin Davis and Taylor Richart quarterbacking your power play, hey, you're going to be – uh, getting a lot of power play goals. And with the way the Grizzlies pass the puck, and that's one of the things I was really encouraged by was the Grizzlies' creativity offensively and their ability to pass the puck and find the open man. I thought was outstanding against Rapid City. And if they're able to do that all season long and do that on a consistent basis, I think it's going to be one of the top power play units in the ECHL. And as we know, power plays, and if you're dominant in that area of the game, you can win a lot of hockey games just based on a one-goal games, two-goal games, that difference being that power play goal that you end up getting midway through the second period could end up deciding a lot of hockey games. And with the goaltending the Grizzlies have, you know, with Joe Kanata, and we haven't seen Kevin Carr yet in the regular season, but he's been solid in four ECHL years. And we got a guy like Christian Fry, somebody that, 
you know, showed some flashes of brilliance for Rapid City last season. Did win ECHL goaltender of the week once last year. You know, when Christian Fry's in there, you feel comfortable that he can go out and win a hockey game for you as well. So, as well as Brandon Wildung, Grizzlies keeping four goaltenders. So, I would say that, you know, when you're talking about special teams, you, you felt pretty good about the power play. Now, penalty kill, I thought Rapid City did a pretty good job on Saturday of being extremely, extremely patient on the power play unit, and, you know, they were looking for the good shot. I thought Rapid City did a good job on the power play of making sure they were looking for a good look. They uh, Overall on the weekend, Rapid City did go 2 for 11 on their power plays. Grizzlies 9 for 11 on the penalty kill, but I thought Rapid City did a decent job on the power play of keeping it patient, and I think for the Grizzlies, it's just you know the power play was pretty. The penalty kill is pretty good at times in in uh, clearing the puck, and the nine times that the Grizzlies did kill penalties, they did a pretty good job of it. You know, I thought Rapid City was able to earn a couple goals in the power play just by moving the puck pretty well and finding the open guy. And so I think for the Grizzlies, that special teams, which wasn't necessarily all that special last year, they were in the middle of the pack in both the pen- penalty kill and the power play. In fact, for most of the year, the Grizzlies were probably in the 20s on the power play. So I think special teams, I think if one weekend's any indication, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. A small sample size, obviously just two games in, but the Grizzlies do feel pretty good about uh, the way their power play looked and feel good enough about the penalty kill, uh, stopping 9 of 11 Rapid City power play opportunities. And make sure to follow the Grizzlies on Twitter at Utah Grizz. Grizzlies also on Facebook and Instagram as well. Now, Caleb Herbert was named number one star of the game, but the thing after the game that kind of surprised me most is Adam Turner, our Grizzlies insider, gets the microphone and he sings happy birthday to Caleb Herbert. Congratulations. I understand it is your birthday today. 27 years old. So everybody, why don't we have a little bit of fun tonight? Let's all sing happy birthday to Caleb. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Caleb. Happy birthday to you. Caleb, you came over to us from Greenville, and wow, did you make a splash your first night here. Two goals, two power play goals. Talk about your play tonight. Yeah, I thought it was nice to get out to a, a hot start there. Um, a lot of credit to my line mates and teammates. I thought we came out tonight and gave it a 100% effort and, and got off on the right foot, so we're going to continue to do that here at home. Awesome. Talk about your goaltender in between the pipes. We got a good one in Kanata. Kanata's unbelievable. He obviously showed that tonight, uh, and he's going to continue to do the same thing. And uh, if he's playing like that, we have the confidence up front to score goals. So uh, we got a good thing going here. Let's, let's keep it rolling. Cool. Thank you so much. Give it up for Caleb Herbert, everybody. I wasn't necessarily expecting that from Adam Turner, but Caleb Herbert on his 27th birthday, three first-period points to help out the Utah Grizzlies in their 4-2 victory over Rapid City. And really, I think you talk about impressive plays. I don't know that there was any more impressive play than Tim Magali hitting the full length of the ice shot in uh, on the open net to secure the victory, give the Grizzlies a 4-1 lead late in the hockey game. Trying for the net and scoring is the Grizzlies and Tim McGilley gives the Grizzlies a 4-1 lead and it's going to be a win for Tim Brandon's crew tonight. 
Yeah, it did get a lot of feedback from listeners and fans and, uh, well, mostly just uh, folks that work here at the Maverick Center about uh, me calling it Tim McGully. And uh, so um, we hope that Tim McGully uh, you know, scores a few more goals and we're able to get a Tim McGully uh, goal call later on uh, this season. Uh, I think for the Grizzlies, you know, you talk about forward depth, and we mentioned the top forward line of Cole Yulee, Josh Winquist, and Caleb Herbert looking outstanding. Hey, don't forget about the other forwards. You know, even though Brendan Harms only had one assist on the weekend, uh, director of photography Tim Broussard, who joins us from time to time, they're on the game broadcast. He mentioned that Brendan Harms as being somebody that really stands out, and really it's it, it's kind of even though the numbers don't necessarily show up from this weekend, Brendan Harms had a, a fantastic weekend. And how about the speed of a guy like Ryan Meshack? You know, we mentioned the speed of Cole Yuley quite a bit, but Meshack was able to get himself a couple good scoring opportunities just simply with his speed and hustle and determination. Misiak only had one assist on the weekend, but it seemed like that he played a lot better than the stat line would necessarily show it. And you, you look at some of the other forwards, Matt Barry, don't forget about the two goals he had in the third period on Saturday against Rapid City. And Matt Barry is somebody that's an established ECHL scorer. And you know we saw it three years ago with the Utah Grizzlies, the 2015-2016 season. Matt Berry was a consistently good scorer. And so even though he didn't play in the preseason early on in the year, I think Matt Berry is somebody that's going to prove to be a big-time gamer for the Utah Grizzlies. And Ryan Walters, uh, you had mentioned guys that had good weekends. Ryan Walters had two assists on Friday and picked up a goal on Saturday for the Grizzlies off a great pass from Matthew Pufal. Rebound opportunity, Pufal, shot and a score! Ryan Walters, 29 goals last season, gets a great pass from Matthew Pufal, and the Grizzlies get on the scoreboard once again. It's 3-0 Utah. Walters has been a big-time leader for this Grizzlies team, and I expect him to have a pretty big year uh, as well for the Utah Grizzlies. And I thought R.T. Rice played a pretty physical brand of hockey as well. And how about Austin Carroll, a guy that's not not afraid to mix things up a little bit, not afraid to uh, drop the gloves and get in a few fights himself. I think Austin Carroll and Tim Broussard mentioned it to me on Saturday, did a pretty good job of getting in front of the net and really distracting the goaltender. You know, with Saturday in particular with Michael Bitzer, in goal for Rapid City. Carroll did a pretty good job of getting his big body in there and uh, really uh, forcing some action. So I think that we're going to see you know, a few rebound opportunities and Austin Carroll able to take advantage of some of those. And really, I think every team needs those guys that are willing to get in front of the net and get physical. I know last year it was John Pushgar who would be willing to do that a little bit. And then in the second half of the season, it was Jake Marchment who would do that a little bit. Marchment currently playing with the San Diego goals of the AHL. But if Marchment does get sent to the ECHL, that means that he would be a member of the Utah Grizzlies. So we're just keeping an eye on that, obviously, to see if Jake Marchment ever comes to Utah and plays for the Grizzlies this season. And if Marchment does come here to Utah, that's going to be one of the roles he's going to end up playing is just get in front of the net and be physical. But while Marchment's in the AHL playing for San Diego, uh, you know, it's going to be a guy like Austin Carroll that I think is going to be big this weekend because I think it's going to be a very physical weekend in Boise with division rivals. And even though there's a lot of new steelheads and a lot of new Grizzlies, I think they know that seeing the schedule, knowing that they're going to play each other 15 times, 
I think both teams want to come in and get out of the first weekend of meetings between these two teams, uh, knowing that and feeling that they have the upper hand, even though you almost feel realistically it could turn into a, vis a very physical split there in Boise. Now, obviously, the Grizzlies would love to sweep over there in Boise. Realistically, you know, if you get a split, it might not be the single worst thing in the world. But let's get to the game highlights from Friday night's game, the Grizzlies and the Rapid City Rush opening night where Tim Brandon became the winningest head coach in Utah Grizzlies history. The Grizzlies go back as Cole Uli crosses center ice, now crosses the blue line. Over to Josh Winquist, starting pass, shot, scores! Josh Winquist scores the first goal of the season at 17.03 left in the first period. And the Grizzlies take a quick 1-0 lead. Grizzlies change things up on the defense as Tim McGauley gets it into the Rapid City zone, but he's taken off the play, and the Rush come up with it. Rush trying to get it past center ice as they've got it with Shaquille Merced, Meristay. Meristay with a shot, saved by Joe Kanata, and he'll hold on. Rush try to bounce it off the far board, but the Grizzlies come up with it. And fanning on the play is Tim McGauley, and Rapid City comes up with it. Two on two in the Grizzlies zone. Shot, saved by Kanata, and he'll hold on. Yuli tries a pass to the far corner for Austin Carroll. Carroll to Cole Yuli as they're scrumming in the far board. That centering passes, scores! What a pass and a score by Caleb Herbert, his first of the year. And the Grizzlies with a power play goal with 5.02 left in the first period, make it a 2-1 game. Yuli gets up with it on the right wing, over to Kevin Davis near the blue line. Down low to Caleb Herbert. Pass to Ryan Walters. Walters looking for a pass. Shot and score! Grizzlies take a 3-1 lead on a great pass by Ryan Walters. They do so, but it now goes out to center. Rapid City now has numbers. They got a three-on-one. Pass to center, pass, and a great save by Joe Kanata on the three-on-one. Oh, great play by Joe Kanata, keeping it a two-goal Grizzlies lead. Now Utah back on the attack. Now in the Grizzlies zone is Adam Marsh. Marsh gets it taken away and trying for the net and scoring is the Grizzlies and Tim McGalley gives the Grizzlies a 4-1 lead and it's gonna be a win for Tim Brandon's crew tonight with 35 seconds left and win number 179 uh, will be in the cards as Tim McGalley with a shot that was near on the Grizzlies zone in the circle. Two seconds, there are one second on the clock and for Tim Branham, that's win number 179, breaking the Utah Grizzlies all-time record. Tim Branham now the winningest head coach in Utah Grizzlies history as the Grizzlies beat the Rapid City Rush 4-2 here at Maverick Center. What a fun weekend of hockey it was. The Grizzlies scored 10 goals in two games against the Rapid City Rush. So I guess there are a lot of highlights. You know, the number one highlight probably was Adam Turner seeing Happy birthday to Caleb Herbert after the game. And I wonder if at some point about halfway through the song, Adam Turner's thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm singing happy birthday. And he, he, he didn't think about it you know, because he didn't know it was Caleb Herbert's birthday until uh, during the game. And then all of a sudden he becomes the number one star. And Adam Turner just kind of said, oh, what the heck, we'll sing happy birthday to the guy. So Caleb Herbert, happy birthday or belated birthday now. As, uh, he had it on Friday on opening night as the Grizzlies beat the Rapid City Rush 4-2. And make sure to get your tickets for this coming up homestand for the Grizzlies, October 26th and 27th. It's going to be Oktoberfest with special beer prices on the 26th of October. It's also an AFCU America First Credit Union Friday. So tickets start just 8 bucks when you pay using your 
debit or credit card by uh, AFCU. It has to be an AFCU credit or debit card, and tickets start at 8 bucks uh, when using that. And then the first specialty jersey night of the season is October 27th as it's Epilepsy Night, sponsored by the Epilepsy Foundation of Utah. And there's going to be specialty jerseys that will be auctioned off after the game. And so uh, make sure to get those uh, after the game and auction you know, auction off the jerseys. I would say we always talk about when we get auctions after the game, you know, which player is going to uh, go for the highest bid. You know, which player uh, would you get a specialty jersey of? Uh, game used, game worn uniform. And, you know, there's a lot of good options. Uh, I think with this year's team, there's a lot of great options in terms of who you get a jersey from. You know, right now you look at Caleb Herbert, five points in two games. Josh Wunquist, an outstanding hockey player. I think he had 15 goals in the AHL in the 2016-2017 season when he played for Bakersfield. And, uh, you know, you think about a good year that he had with Orlando last year. Cole Uly spent over 100 games in the AHL along with uh, Austin Carroll, who spent the previous three seasons with the AHL's Stockton Heat. And so there's a lot of good options for jerseys. Don't forget about Caleb Herbert, who's got over 100 games of AHL experience. A lot of good players. Tegan Zahn, who's been a good, solid veteran for many years. Former Utah Grizzly, who's now with the Grizzlies once again for his second stint. He's got a couple ECHL Kelly Cup championships uh, as a member of the Colorado Eagles. And, hey, what about Joe Canada? One of the best goaltenders the Grizzlies have probably ever had. You know, a 931 save percentage last year and off to a pretty good weekend, albeit just one weekend, a pretty good start to his Utah Grizzlies career as well. He was the number two star on Friday night, stopping 26-28. The offense exploded a little bit more on Saturday, so even though he had the exact same stat line, didn't get uh, either number one, two, or three star. The number three stars, uh, in uh, Saturday's game, I should say just three stars. Number three was Matt Berry with his two goals. Number two star was Josh Winquist with one goal and one assist. And the number one star was Kevin Davis with one goal and two assists. On Friday night, the opener, Ryan Walters with two assists. He was number two star. Joe Canada was the number two star as uh, he stopped 26 of 28. And number one star, the birthday boy, Caleb Herbert. And that's where we got the Adam Turner song, his rendition of Happy Birthday, singing it to Caleb Herbert. So a lot of fun here at the Mavericks Center. Uh, the next home game will be October 26 against Idaho. That's going to be a Friday. And then the 27th of October is going to be the specialty jersey night with the epilepsy night by the – and that's sponsored by the Epilepsy Foundation of Utah. So make sure you get your tickets now. Mavericks Center box office. Go to utahgrizzlies.com. We hope to see you there. And we did see a lot of people at Mavericks Center this week as we had about 6,300 on average for the two games on Friday night. The Grizzlies had 6,875 fans. And then on Saturday, 5,844 uh, we're at Maverick Center, so we uh, certainly appreciate your support of Utah Grizzlies hockey, and we hope to see you at the Maverick Center for the next homestand, October 26th and 27th. But for this week, hey, it's not that far a drive to Boise. You know, you just go down, and hopefully we'll see you out in Boise, making a road trip. You know, if you got no weekend plans, come on down to Boise with the Utah Grizzlies. We'll be taking on the Idaho Steelheads on Friday and Saturday night. So uh, until the next podcast, we'll hopefully get one up on Wednesday afternoon. I'm Tyson Wying, and it is what it is. You've been listening to the Utah Grizzlies podcast.